Welcome. This is Nutaku, where I talk things anime and manga. I'm not an expert or gatekeeper. I'm just a fan trying to share my love with you. Feel free to interact with me on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast or email me questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please give five stars on Apple Podcast. Please subscribe and share. Tell your friends. I'm Jim, your host. So this is a light episode this week. A lot of stuff going on in the world. I don't know if you heard this. I know in the United States, of course, we are breaking records. You know, record-breaking accomplishments in death and pestilence. And the city I live in, Philadelphia, is going back into a lockdown. So I've been a little busy. And sadly, one of the things in running a business is that you have to finally come to grips. I think a lot of businesses are doing this. You have to take a look and say whether or not it's viable to stay open. I am in a lucky situation where my ma- my major partner is the building owner. So, he has apartments. They still pay the bills. He has an HVAC business. They still pay his bills. So, therefore, the Rain Bar in Philadelphia will remain open. The problem is in Philadelphia is that we are going into a f- partial shutdown and the earliest possible time that things are going to reopen is the first day of 2021 that's a full month and a half so what i've had to do is basically take a look at what i can do to try to pay the bills in the bar and pay my own bills so i've gone to a limited schedule and sadly i've had to let go of my staff which is terrible and it's kind of heartbreaking and i know a lot of people are going through with it through it and are being let go. Of course, you know, I'll bring them all back when we open, whenever we're allowed to open, if they still want the job. But it is a month, and I encouraged everyone to go find new employment if they could, just for their own sake. And they can always come back part-time if they want to, or not come back at all. But, you know, this is all a headache for everyone. It's even more of a headache for the people that are dying, of course. They don't have headaches anymore. They're dead. And apparently dying of COVID is not fun. So... Stay safe out there, everybody. Wear your freaking mask. I don't care where you are. Even if you're like, someplace that's like, well, no masks, I don't do masks, masks. Be the smart one. Be the one person that says like, you know, maybe if I just wear this mask, I can save someone's life. That's my recommendation. And keep a positive outlook. So, I want to throw together an episode for everybody. I'm going to do a little news episode. Um, we'll talk about some stuff that I haven't been able to talk about in the last few, I guess, since October. Some big items, some stuff that in particular I think you would li- be interested in too, the listener, and I am interested in a couple of these items in particular. But let me talk about what I've watched. So everybody knows I was watching Shit's Creek. I finished it. Completed it. I completed it about two weeks ago. It's a very funny show. Absolutely hilarious. Dan Levy is, he is amazing. Um, but the show, you know, it's six ep- it's six seasons, but like the show Parks and Rec, Parks and Recreation, the NBC comedy, it started to lose me a little bit when it stopped being about the ridiculous characters and more about their relationships. I have nothing against Patrick and his, and, you know, and their relationship. 
David and Patrick's relationship, but I found it less interesting than, say, David just being a general jackass and a crazy person. You know what I mean? Like his neuroses and his, you know, we're rich and we really don't know how people really live aspect of the show. When it started to become more like they were becoming rooted into the town, I became less interested and found it less funny. But that being said, Nutaku Ranking, it's must watch. It is very, very, very funny. I don't think I needed a sixth season, though. Sixth season kind of dragged along. Are we, you know, you want a conclusion. You want to bring everything together and say goodbye to everyone. Say goodbye to all the characters that you met along the way. But I definitely think they could have maybe cleaned it all up and had the wedding at the end of season five and just said, okay, cool, season's over. Also, the, the sister. So, uh, in Shit's Creek. So, there's three relatives. In real life. So there's Eugene Levy, who plays the father. There's Dan Levy, who plays the son. And then the daughter, whose name escapes me, but she plays plays Twyla. And she runs the local diner. And they look alike. I mean, well, in particular, David and Twyla, they look like, they must look like their mother. Except for David's eyebrows and hair. But, like, just their facial structure looks the same. But the girl that plays the daughter, who is, who is, you know, I can't think of her name right now. The girl that plays David's sister in the show, she does an amazing job of imitating the way David acts. So this way I could not have, I could tell that they were, like, I couldn't tell that they weren't really related. They definitely acted like a brother and sister. The hands in the air, eyes thing that she would do, that was pretty much imitating probably how uh, Dan Levy is in real life. So... You know, it was really well done. So, Nutaku Ranking, must watch, very funny, didn't need a sixth season, but I do recommend it, very much so, especially during these trying times, as Pepsi Cola or, uh, I don't know, some bank, Goldman Sachs, who's trying to drain us all of our life like a vampire, tries to tell us through our emails constantly, these trying times. All right, another show that I watched... Blood of Zeus. So uh, this is a Netflix original anime. <laughs> I didn't see a single Japanese name in there. But, you know, if you want to culturally appropriate someone's term, that's fine. Could just call it an animation. So, um, yeah, I watched that. So basic story is, uh, you know, Zeus is uh, known very much so. People who are familiar with uh, Greek tragedy or Greek um, mythology. Zeus likes to show up in people's homes as geese, showers of gold, and he likes to fuck some women. So, the basic story is that, you know, he, hey, he fucks a woman. She has a kid. Kid gets kicked out. Then we got twins and another kid. And there's an evil kid and a good kid. And then Zeus has to face the reality that his wife is pissed this time and wants to go to war. So... It's very quick watch. Uh, I got to say, it's not very well animated at times. I will give them the benefit of the doubt of COVID. We've seen it in anime, especially in shows that were in the spring. That they didn't turn out all that great. Um, the first half was very good. The last few episodes were meh. Uh, my new Taku ranking. I say go watch it. It's, it's all good, man. Uh, it's fun. And it's like a refreshing interpretation of the classic Greek mythology stories. But the animation was okay. I did like the Sphinx that the bad guy Seraphim rode. 
the thing was pretty cool. And it was it had a very meow face. Very cat face. It did die, though. Not cool. I don't know why he had to ride a, a Pegasus, though, didn't he? No, he rode a... He rode a... Griffin. There's a lot of that going on. Like, if you're familiar with uh, Greek mythology and Dungeons and Dragons, you're like, oh, that's... Uh, that's that dude. And, oh, that's that thing. Like, I was like, oh, man, there's a lot of hippogriffs <laughs> in this. Man, look at these hippogriffs. <laughs> Is that a carrion crawler? All right, so let's go into some news. A little news episode, keep you fresh. What's going on? Maybe not so fresh, and the first one isn't so fresh. Uh, I know you've heard it's some of the biggest news in you know, the movie industry is that the Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba film, the Mungan Train, broke pretty much every single record <laughs> since it's been released in Japanese theaters. Uh, it's been out for a full month now. It debuted October 16th. We are now, today is the 19th of November, so it's a couple days past a month. Um, yeah, it's huge. It's coming over here. Eventually, it's going to get a release. I'm not sure when. Of course, we have no idea when we're going to be able to go into theaters. I would like to see it in the theater and take my dopey kid. She's not a kid anymore. She's an adult. If she's listening, I'm not, you're not a dope. I think you're brilliant. Ooh, I can hear birds. Must mean that it's not 20 degrees because it was 20 degrees last night. So... This thing is huge, and I'm a big fan of things that happen in Japan, and in particular, women's professional wrestling, and they, women in, in Japanese professional wrestling, are in love with Demon Slayer. They do everything Demon Slayer. Everybody's Halloween costume was Demon Slayer. Uh, apparently, Zenitsu's a more popular character than I gave him credit for, because I hated Zenitsu. Go listen to our review from last year of Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba. I love the animation of the show. I love some of the story elements. I liked it when it was more horror and less uh, shonen training stuff. But um, I hated Zenitsu. <laughs> and I get it. You know, he's the, he's the uh, character that's supposed to be us. You know, he's the grounding character. Like, what would you be like if you were in this situation type thing? I'll tell you what I wouldn't be. Zenitsu. But good for them. So we'll be getting a lot more Kimetsu no Yaiba, I'm assuming. Lots of seasons of Zenitsu. Hopefully we get an episode where he gets decapitated. That'd be cool. And now, for big news from my heart, here's a song that can only mean one thing. Kimo 
Cartoon Network's Toonami will start airing SSSS Gridman in January of 2021. I'm assuming a dub. I didn't see anything about that. This is a studio trigger show, and it was done with Subaraya Productions. Subaraya Productions are the creators of Ultraman. Uh, it premiered in fall of 2018, and I was a huge fan of this show. Slow start, great ending, a lot of emotional moments, a lot of tears on my part, especially the last two episodes. I highly recommend SSS Gridman. We were, I was not doing the podcast back then. I, it was the show that pretty much inspired me and my former partner, Frank, to start doing this podcast. So if that means anything to anyone, SSS Gridman, go check it out. Check it out on Toonami. It is still streaming on Funimation, I believe. I loved this show. I cannot wait to now go and watch it again. And when I have to listen back to this during editing, I am going to listen to the OP because it was freaking amazing. Nothing makes you want to get up and go fight robo-monsters in the cyber dimension like that song there's also a sequel coming called SSS S Dynazenon which I'm of course excited about, uh, for it's also done by Studio Trigger I think I am I can go out there and say it I know Studio Trigger has its detractors I'm a mark for Studio Trigger if Studio Trigger puts something out I'm excited I loved BNA even though it was the furry show <laughs> I really liked BNA. I thought it was fun. I haven't done a review of it yet. I will eventually. I don't think I did a review of it yet. Now I have no idea what I've done. No, I didn't do a review of it yet. I'll do a review of it next week then. How's that? There's an episode for you. BNA. All right. Now, maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't. Netflix made a huge announcement and they came out with all these titles that are coming out. That they're going to release at some point in 2021, most of them. And I'm going to go through them. I'll get the ones that are direct continuations out of the way first. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Welcome to podcasting alone and being too lazy to edit it out. So let's start with the shows that are direct sequels from Netflix properties. Uh, Baki the Grappler Season 3 is coming. I was not a fan of Baki the Grappler. Uh... So uh, if you are, props to you. It's coming, season three. Be the Beginning, which I never watched, but season two is coming. Maybe I'll go and check out season one before season two comes out. I'll binge it real quick. Uh, I know it has some fans. It's got a season two coming, so it must be popular. So I'll check that out. Now, Eden. Eden is the show that I talked about in our... In the selection show. Well, it was the prequel to the selection show. Like this super early review. Uh, basically, it's a human child was abandoned or ended up in it on a robot planet. And she's looking for her parents. I think it's three episodes. Something similar to that. I don't know. Three episodes. Uh, it looked fine. Uh, had a very like... Well, I'm not going to say it had a... Um, Pixar look to it, because not much looks like Pixar, but that had a similar vibe to it. All right, something I should be excited about. I don't know if I'm excited about it or not. I'm sure it'll be good. Godzilla, singular point, uh, done by Studio Bones, and Orange. Orange is the company that, I believe Orange is the company that animates Beastars. 
I think so. Let me look into that. So orange. Nothing like listening to someone Google things on a podcast. Who do you animation studio orange? Let's see what shows they've done. They have done Yeah, B Stars. B Stars is the show that I've watched that they did. Oh, they also did Black Bullet too. And I love B Stars. B Stars looks great. There's something, and I've talked about it before, there's something about uh, CGI, pure CGI, where it doesn't necessarily, for me, it doesn't necessarily hit with characters, with people, but it looks great with animals and mech. It tends to look really good. A show I just talked about, uh, SSS Gridman, it's all uh, CGI, the fight scenes between the monsters. And it looks cool. It looks jarring, but it's cool. Um... I gotta say, like, it, I'm a lifelong Godzilla fan, um, and you know, I particularly like the older stuff. It's a little sillier, maybe it's just like a a nostalgia thing for me being a kid and like waiting up, sat, you know, waiting on Saturday afternoon after my wrestling show and watching a monster movie and watching a Godzilla film or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, I th- I think I've gone. I think my tastes have moved past that. Where now I'm, my cat is going to climb on my shoulder at any point, so if you hear me yell, I'm sorry. Um, Where the Hideki Anno version now is the version that I'm looking forward to. The more of a biological disaster, hideous monster Godzilla. I think I like that more. And another show we're going to talk about in a minute, like, there was the, the film Pacific Rim. Their kaiju were kind of ugly. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. But, I mean, I'll watch this. Uh, I, I haven't watched any of the Godzilla, other C, the other CGI Godzillas that are on Netflix. But I'll check this one out. All right, now a show I'm very excited about. A show called High Rise Invasion. So your basic premise is a girl ends up, she's in school, she suddenly wakes up on top of a building, and she must now survive crossing these buildings across suspension bridges and escape people who are trying to kill her. It looks ridiculous. This looks like it's a lot of fun. We haven't had, or I haven't had, a really violent, over-the-top show in a while. I'm trying to think of an action, something action and violence. There hasn't been. Where it's almost tongue-in-cheek. That we've reviewed for this podcast, I can't think of anything. Um, but this looks like a lot of fun. It looks like something that was, that I could definitely get someone into that is into, um, this looks like a cross-platform thing where you don't have to be an anime fan to enjoy it. I'm excited about that. I like when I can say like, yo, you like crazy shit? Watch High Rise Invasion. Next, I just mentioned Pacific Rim. So Pacific Rim, the black. I don't know much about this. I don't feel like doing research on it. I didn't watch the second Pacific Rim film. I liked the first one. It was over the top and fun. Uh, Polygon Pictures is in charge of this. Polygon Pictures does a lot of CGI stuff, and this looks like it's full CGI. I didn't want to do my homework, though. Same with this next one. Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. It's being created by TMS Entertainment, which we've watched a few shows by TMS Entertainment on this podcast, and Quebico, who is the same studio that did Resident Evil Vendetta. Not a huge Resident Evil fan. Uh, I'm assuming that it has to do with the game and not the uh, Mila Jojovich 
films, which barely have anything to do with the game. Although I did like the first one. It's good bar stuff where you don't need sound and it's just preposterous. You just put it on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll check it out for the podcast if I have to. Uh, how about Rilakkuma's Theme Park Adventure? So uh, I know Rilakkuma has a couple of things. I haven't watched any of them. It's a cute stuffed bear. Very cute. Looks like uh, stop motion looking. But like I said, I haven't watched any of it. And it looks like it's for kids. So I'll probably skip that one. Now here's one that brings up a little nostalgia. Spriggan. This is something I talked about last year. They announced it. Uh, We haven't gotten much more besides a couple of stills. And some quick animation. It's based on an 80s manga. Uh, David Productions is doing it. It's directed by... It's got a pretty stacked staff. So it's directed by Hiroshi Kobayashi, who did Kids Neighbor. And the character designs are by Shuheya Honda, who did Little Witch Academia. And series composition from Hiroshi Seko, who did Mob Psycho 100. So if you were to take two of those shows, Little Witch Academia and Mob Psycho 100, they're both very good shows. So it's like, this has the possibility of being very good. It does look like it's all CGI. Um, the basic premise is that these it's like a special forces to protect ancient creatures. If you know what a Spriggan is, Spriggan's like a, I think it's British Isles term for like uh, wood spirits. If you ever played Skyrim, there's the Spriggans, who are always hard to kill. <laughs> I don't care what level you are, Spriggan shows up, you're like, God damn it, I need that Spriggan heart. All right, here's another one I'm excited for. Talked about it before. I love the manga. I, I'm actually looking at it on my kitchen table because I got the latest one for me. Maybe not the newest one. The Way of the House Husband is coming. JC Staff is going to do it. Basic premise is a former Yakuza boss, a badass, gets married. And his wife runs a company. So he stays home and he's a house husband. And it's a wild-ass book. I love it. It's just goofy and fun and silly and lots of misunderstandings and you know i there's a live action version of the show coming too which i'm excited for i'd like to see him battle the roomba in live action if you aren't reading the manga i highly recommend it apparently it's a cat it's a academy award (laughs) it's an award winning uh once again i did not feel like doing research and i don't like spoiling this books for me by doing research so I suggest Way of the House Husband as a manga. I'm excited for the show. Don't blow it, JC staff. Here's another one. Now, this one, in finding out what it was and having never encountered the original form of it, it opened some eyes for me, especially for a show that I just reviewed last week and have been talking about. It's called Therme Rome Nove, which I hope I'm pronouncing correct. It's Latin. It's based on a manga by Mari Yamazaki, and she is doing the, she's writing the story for this show. Uh, So the story is that it's uh, a bath designer named Lucius in Rome. He is in his bath, or he's building a bathhouse in Rome, and he goes through a tunnel and he ends up in a Tokyo bathhouse. And he gets ideas from the Tokyo bathhouse. Now... Uh, I have figured out where Extra Olympia Kiklos stole its idea from. And if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about how this was inspired, Extra Olympia Kiklos was inspired by a manga. 
And then I was looking for the manga for Extra Olympia Key Clothes, and I couldn't find a manga for I see the manga that it's inspired by. It's a, it's like a tongue-in-cheek ripoff of it. And Extra Olympia Key Close, it's a potter in Greece, and he gets transported to Tokyo in Olympic time, 62, I believe. 1962 Tokyo. And he takes ideas and then goes back. Uh, I think this is the same thing. It looks good. I'm excited for it. Now here's something for JoJo Bizarre Adventure fans. That's me. I'm not completely caught up on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'll probably be caught up in the manga before I'm caught up on the on the show. Thus spoke Kibishi Rohan. It's a four-episode OVA. It's a spinoff, and it's about a specific character. So JoJo fans, be stoked. Now here's an interesting one. Now, like, I skipped a couple of these, except for one, that are um, non-Japanese-centric or not created by Japanese companies, or, you know what I mean? But this was interesting. This is a show called, I'm going to say, guess it's pronounced Trese, or Trese, T-R-E-S-E. It's created in the Philippines. So it looks like crime drama in Manila, Philippines. It's exciting that the... The description says that, you know, it's a unique story told from the perspective of people living in the Philippines. So that's very interesting because the Philippines are going through some serious, you know, weird right-wing shit right now. And their politics are a mess right now. So this would be a very interesting show. I wonder if it's going to have a political stance. I'll check it out. Here's another show I'm excited for. Vampire in the Garden. I want a new good vampire show. Which studio is doing it? Which studio, of course. Attack on Titan, coming soon. Final season, a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's one good thing about being in lockdown. I can watch all the anime I want. And um, uh, what the hell's the uh, Viking show? Oh, Vinland Saga. I wonder if we'll ever get to season two. It's directed by Ryotaro Makihara, who did The Empire of Corpses. Character design and animation direction by Tetsuyo Nishio from Naruto. An art direction from Shunichio Yoshihara. Attack on Titan. So it's going to look good. Uh, it's like a world of vampires are forgotten. A girl finds a vampire and then they try to get this old vampire home. I think that's what it is. It looks cute. Like the, the character design and the animation looks cute. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Now here's a show that... Last show on the list. It was alphabetical, by the way. Um, here's a show that I'm... Not interested in, but my wife is probably going to make me watch. And I'll explain. It's called Yasuke. It's done by Studio Mappa and directed by LaShawn Thomas. Uh, it's a black samurai and the old Oda Nobunaga storyline. And it's a running joke at this point. Western audience just do not give a shit about Oda Nobunaga shows. There's one every season. I will check it out. I don't know if I'll be excited about it. Uh, but the reason why my wife is going to watch is because Lakeith Stanfield will voice Yasuke. And the animation in, is produced by MAPPA. So it's going to look good. And the music is produced by Flying Lotus. So she's going to want to watch it because of Lakeith Stanfield and Flying Lotus. When it comes out, she's going to say, Did you know that there's this... I'm going to avoid it. I'm not going to lie to her. I would never lie. But I'm going to avoid bringing it up. Because I know she's going to watch it. And I do not like Oda Nobunaga's stories. I just find them boring. I'm sorry. Unless the samurais are fighting demons, then I don't really care. Hmm. 
Sorry. Ignorant of me, I know. So we got, uh, we got an announcement from Crunchyroll that the Given film is going to stream in 2021. Excited about this. Uh, you can check out our review for Given from, I believe, last year. Winter, maybe? I don't remember when Given came out. I think it was last year. And, uh, you know, we liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a slow burn at first. But it had a great payoff. And we, I've mentioned it over and over again in the show, different episodes. I've always mentioned Given. I really enjoyed Given. Boys Love, story, very good, about musicians. The musician part, boring. Boys Love, exciting. So, yeah, we're getting, we're getting it streaming on Crunchyroll eventually. And I will review when we get there. Clamp, Studio Clamp. Woman-owned, operated uh, creators. Their Tokyo Babylon remake, Tokyo 2021, was announced and has an April 2021 release date. Exciting. So here's your synopsis from the manga. It's 1991. And the last days of Japan's bubble economy. And money and elegance run through the streets. So the currents of darkness beneath them. Nourishing evil spirits that only the arts of Onmyoji, Japan's legendary occultists, can combat. The two most powerful onmyoji are in the unlikely guises of a handsome young veterinarian, Seishiro, and the teenage heir of the ancient Sumeragi clan, Subaru. So there was two OVAs in the 90s, and Subaru, uh, Subaru Sumeragi is a character in another clamp product called X. You may be familiar with that. I am a huge fan of Clamp's character design. Clamp did, to, to put it in your mind, if you're not unfamiliar with Clamp, Clamp did the character design for Code Geass. Their faces, if you, look, if you know what Code Geass characters' faces look like, that's what Clamp looks like. Big eyes, angular jaws, angular as in a triangle. <laughs> uh, a very specific look. And I always liked Clamp's art, and I'm excited about this because of... I liked X, although it doesn't get great reviews over time. It's a very violent X. I think the film was better in the series. But, uh, yeah, I know there's some controversy with this. I, don't, I haven't figured out why, and I don't really care because I like to form my own opinions about things. But, yes, I will be watching Clamps Tokyo Babylon remake. Thank you very much. And last on our news list, a big one, a big one for us, big one for the listeners here. If you know how much we love Kaguya-sama Love is War, I did enjoy the way Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 2 ended, where the whole school blew up. Uh, spoiler, it was from uh, Winter. It won Winter for us. Go listen to our reviews. We're getting an OVA, and we're getting Season 3. 2021 for the OVA. We have no date on Season 3. I would imagine... If 2021 is going to be the OVA, I would imagine the way that this show has been released, winter of 2022 is when we're going to get Kaguya Summer of Love is War, in the middle of school season. So, that's exciting stuff. I love Kaguya Summer of Love is War. It's always funny. You would think the joke would get tired of two people pretending they don't care about each other, even though they do. It, they added a couple of new minor characters and made it exciting. I'm looking forward to season three. It should be fun. And the animation is always top-notch. And it doesn't have to be. It's a comedy. It doesn't have to be top-notch. It's always great. The music is great. It's a great show. 
Go check it out. All right, that's our news for the week. Uh, what do I have going on? Uh, I'm going to have a lot of time to myself. Now, I don't know if you guys listened. I, uh, some news is that I, we bought a house. My wife bought a house, I should say. We bought a house, so we're going to be moving. Our settlement date, if you know anything about homeowning, homeownership, is December 18th. So we'll be moving as of December 18th. We officially can move in. The house needs a couple of things fixed before we can move in. We're going to start moving stuff in. But I'm going to have some time. And I, I don't know, months ago, I got Ghost of Tsushima. Starting next week, because I don't think we're going anywhere for Thanksgiving. We plan on going to her parents' house, my wife's parents' house. Uh, I don't feel safe doing that for her parents' safety. Parents aren't ancient. They're not like my parents. Dead. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're still over a certain age, so therefore, you know, they're higher risk, even though they are healthy. I, uh, so I'm going to have some time, and I th- think I'm going to crack into Ghost of Tsushima. So I'll give you a review of Ghost of Tsushima at some point. Also, I started watching uh, Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries on Netflix. Uh, it ain't good. Netflix has this thing where they take stories that could be done in 30 minutes and stretch it out as long as possible. The first two episodes of Unsolved Mysteries were about people disappearing, and it was terribly boring, so much so that I just walked away in the second episode. I thought Unsolved Mysteries was about UFOs and shit. I don't like true crime at all. I like UFOs. I like big feet. I like ghosts. True crime's boring. I don't want to know how somebody murdered their family. Give me a break. But anyway, I'm going to have lots of time, so... And I also have this new project that I talked about last week that I'm working on. Hoping to have that started in December. Make an announcement here. Eventually. Hopefully we get a little crossover. Um, That's it. So stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy your anime. Stay in the house. There's plenty of anime. Go download the VRV app. Watch all of it. And I've got some manga to get caught up on. Once I catch up on that, I'll give you a little manga review. One of the books that I picked up is fucking terrible. So there you go. If that's a precursor, that excites you for me to talk about this shit book that I just read. All right. Thanks for joining me this week. Once again, please share with your friends and follow on Instagram and Twitter at NotakuCast. Send questions and share requests. The email is Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. And I'll talk about all of them on the air. You can ask us anything. Ask me anything. It doesn't have to be anime related, manga related. Ask me about... You know, what it's like to run a bar. What, uh, what color the sky is when water isn't causing, water molecules aren't call it, causing blue reflections. It's black. Like space. Our theme song is by the band Mass of Fermenting Dregs. The song is After the Speed. And the album is World is Yours. Listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. And give out those five stars. Slap some five star stickers on us on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim and Gunbate.